Hello everybody and welcome back to Dungeon Stories. Another great episode today. Well, I mean, I guess I guess I I'm guessing that it'll be great. We haven't done it yet, obviously. But I'm pretty yeah. sure it's going to be a good one. <laughs> um, here at the top of the show, we'd like to take a moment to say thank you to a few of our friends like roll20.net because Roll20.net lets us play Dungeons & Dragons online with each other, even though we are not in the same place, and we all have this wonderful digital tabletop that we can see and interact with to play our games. It's just like being around a real table, except with technical difficulties. Really. <laughs> so, it's all, it's all the joy of regular D&D, but with the added stress of knowing that your internet can cut out at any moment and ruin everything. Um, Yay! But... Even with that stress, it's still totally worth it, and we love Roll20 for being a great venue for us to play this game in. We'd also like to say thank you to D&D Beyond. That is where we do all of our character sheets. That's where I do my encounters. It's just so handy. Um, and I found that for new players, it's super uh, easy for them to get into using D&D Beyond as well. Um, it's, it's way easier to teach someone the game with D&D Beyond than it is with paper character sheets. Uh, that's just something I've picked up. I've taught a lot of people how to play, and that's something that I've noticed. So it's definitely worth checking out dndbeyond.com and making an account there. They've also started doing subscriber bonuses. So if you subscribe to the Master or the Hero tier, you can get special character sheet co cosmetics for all the time that you're subscribed, so that's pretty neat. And then, last but most certainly not least, we would like to, to thank heroforge.com uh, heroforge is a website where you can make beautiful miniatures for your role-playing game characters they have an assortment of options for uh, fantasy genres sci-fi western modern basically anything that you could think of heroforge has you covered there they have they're always adding new stuff i think they call it treasure tuesday every tuesday they upload something new to heroforge a new option for you to customize your miniatures with you can even do them in full color, so check them out. Uh, they are an awesome service. We love them. I have purchased probably way too many Hero Forge miniatures, um, <laughs> and a number of them for characters that I probably will never play because mainly I'm in the DM seat. So, um, but we we love Hero Forge. We love um, the service they provide. So definitely check them out. Okay, that's. That's all our friends, so I guess with that, my name is Norin, and I am your Dungeon Master. I'm Easton, I'm playing Azel the Human Monk. I'm Jenny, I'm playing Alondra the Elf Paladin. And I'm Michael, I'm playing Aaron the Elven Dwarf Wizard. Alright. So, just to recap what happened last game. You had just finished beating uh, a group of kobolds, the same group that had slain Aaron uh, before he was able to be resurrected by Finn, sacrificing himself. Uh, rip Finthobaran. Miss him every day. Um, but thanks to Finn, Aaron was able to uh, be revived. And uh, Elandra, in this, uh, during the same battle, was knocked unconscious 
And while she was unconscious, she was visited by Torinth, um, her, her patron deity that she had recently sworn herself into the service of. And uh, in this uh, unconscious vision that she had, she swore her oath of vengeance with Torinth. When she awoke, the group investigated the statue that the kobolds had been protecting. They had to solve a puzzle requiring matching the teeth of keys to the number of letters in an animal's name. Uh, and in doing so, they uncovered a ring of disappearance, which I believe Aaron has at the moment. I believe Aaron's hanging on to it. Um, the... I do. Cool, cool. Uh, the party then said their goodbye, said their last words to Fintho Baran and lit a funeral pyre for him uh, before heading to bed. In the morning, the group woke up and traveled to Cobble, where they found rooms at the Rough-Hewn Tavern. I believe it was a room. I have it written in the recap that you found rooms, but I think you just got one for the three of you. Um, so you have a room at the Rough-Hewn Tavern. Uh, they met the bartender, Bart, who was a retired adventurer. Uh, Aaron realized that they were being watched, more of those spy eyes, and uh, the party began to investigate around the town. Azel revealed a mimic hiding in the tavern, and after defeating it, the group set off to speak to the two children who had returned from being kidnapped, the ones who had escaped the clutches of, of the kidnappers, the, the ones causing the disappearances. So you have um, arrived. You are outside the house of Josephine, who is a young girl. Uh, she is 11, is what you've gathered. Um, and she returned a few days ago she was uh, she had made her way back while you guys were traveling to Kabul and so the way that it's set up in Kabul everything is made of cobblestone the roads and even the houses are stacked high of bricks and, and stone so everything looks to have this like gray rocky um, look to it and uh, the way that this street is set up you have the uh, church which is currently uh, set up to worship Stelnos, the deity of uh, the stars and the moon. And next to the temple is uh, the house that Josephine and her family live in. And she is the neighbor of the boy who, who uh, returned a couple of days ago uh, his name is Duncan and he is about eight so you are I believe your plan was to speak to Josephine first um, so it's the church Josephine and then uh, Duncan so you are outside of Josephine's house right now uh, the three of you are there together what would you like to do Let's see, I just shot down one of those eyes, right? Yeah, 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 you just magic missled it. And we, yeah, we picked it up. I think we ought to go inside somewhere. Uh, um, is the, is there... the door's not open, is it? To the house? I mean, you is haven't it, you haven't yeah. knocked yet, so. Yeah, Hazel's gonna go like, just go up and knock on the door. 
To, jo to Josephine's house? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you go up and knock on the door. Um, and, uh, there is a, a voice that comes from inside, um, a, a man's voice. He says, uh, hold on just a moment. Um, I'm on my way. And, uh, a few seconds later, the door opens and reveals a, a human man with a long, uh, long shoulder length dark hair um he's got a big like prominent nose um and just really bushy eyebrows um and he says uh he, he kind of looks and was not expecting to see like armored adventurers um and he says uh oh um sorry can i can i help you hello sir uh my name is azel and these are my friends alondra and Aaron. Uh, we have been assigned we're a task force. We're investigating the recent disappearances of some children, and we understand that a girl named Josephine has returned. Oh, um, yes. Josephine was, was the first to return. Um, we, uh, we're extremely lucky that that she did. How long has it been since she's come back to you? How long have you had her back for? About six or seven days now, at this point, I believe. Wow. Um, is, she, is she here? Is she home? Yes. Um, she is, um, she has, she's, she's been in her room, um, most days. Uh, she hasn't really had the, the strength to, or the, or the courage to leave it just yet. Um, but I can, I can take you in to see her if, if you would like. I if understand. it wouldn't be too much trouble, sir. Yes, I understand that you probably have questions for her that, uh, Hopefully, she can be of help, um, and he'll open up the door to the house and invite the three of you inside. Um, and this house is—it's uh, decently large. It's—it's it's one story, um, but it looks like it has a, a nice amount of square footage. And you can see, um, it's got a number of rooms, kind of like sticking off of it from when it's built. It looks like it was at one point in time, probably expanded on from its original size. And as you walk in to kind of the main, like, living area here, um, you can tell that this family has a, a decent amount of money. They're not nobles, but they are... Um, they're fairly well off. Uh, you get the sense that they, they're probably among the uh, upper tier of of citizens here. Um, the room that you walk into is well furnished. Uh, there's a large rug in the middle of it kind of spanning a majority of the uh, living room here. A number of like really plushy recliners and bookshelves that go floor to ceiling along uh, the back wall. And you can see four doors kind of uh, marking ways into other room. And so he 
leads you across um, to the uh, door that's the, the leftmost door here in the living room and kind of knocks. And then a, a voice from inside says, uh, um, come in. And you open it and see um, what looks to be a child's bedroom. And there are two figures in here. One of them is um, assumedly the mother of this child, a woman with blonde hair, kind of uh, cut short, like right below her ears. Um, and she is sitting on the foot of a bed that has a, a girl in it. Um, and this girl looks to be um, probably about 11, um, would be your guess. And uh, she has uh, kind of medium length blonde hair and she looks a little bit pale and um the window her bed is kind of on the against the back wall the window is is open so it's a little bit chilly in here compared to the rest of the house um and there's a little bit of a little bit of a sulfurous smell um in this room as well that wasn't present in the other uh, in the main room of the house um and as you walk in the mom and the daughter josephine kind of look up at you and the father speaks and says, uh, this uh, group of adventurers here, Azel, Alondra, and Aaron, um, Josephine, if you're up to it, they would like to ask you some questions. Um, I know that you haven't wanted to speak of it too much, but um, if it might help them locate the others, then, you know, I think... Um, I and they would be very grateful to you. And Josephine kind of looks and says, uh, um, all right. Um, I'll, I'll answer how I can. Um, and then the dad says, should we, uh, we'll give you some privacy. And he kind of grabbed, uh, gestures to his wife to, to follow him out. And she, kind of looks at Josephine and Josephine says, uh, I'll be okay. And the mom nods and uh, walks out and on her way out, she says, uh, just call if you need anything. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll just keep the door cracked. And they leave and they leave the door cracked a little bit and uh, you are with, uh, with Josephine. Um, you said she looks kind of pale. Would this, like, does it look like it's just scared pale, or does it look like she might be sick? Make, uh, make a medicine check for me. Okay. Oh, that's not good. Uh, nine? It's hard to tell, um... But you know that she has been through an ordeal recently. Obviously, you're not sure exactly right. what happened during this kidnapping, but um, you know it could be any mix of those. She could just be weakened from whatever journey she's on. She could be scared from the experiences. You, you can't quite make out an exact reason why. Okay. Um, Azel is in. She's just laying down in the bed. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, Hazel, Hazel's gonna ask for, or, uh, do you mind if I sit 
sit here and Nasal's going to gesture to the foot of the bed. Um, she says, uh, please, please do, um, make yourself comfortable. I understand that you've had a very, uh, for lack of a better word, difficult past of a couple days. How are you feeling? Well, I, I feel quite, quite lucky, um, if we're being honest. Um, but I know that, uh, things are going to be okay. Um, we, uh, we all kind of formulated a, a plan, um, and it's, it's worked so far for myself and and Duncan, so I, I expect that the rest will begin to show up soon after, now that they know it's possible. Well, let, let's go back to that feeling of being lucky. Why, why do you feel lucky? Well, because I'm... I'm here. Okay. Uh, do you want to elaborate on this plan? Uh, what, what exactly did you and Duncan do? Well, it, uh, we just managed to formulate a distraction that allowed us to, to slip away, and we've left the, the means to do so behind for the other kids, and so soon enough, They'll they'll do the same. What kind of a distraction? Well, for the two of us specifically, um, we managed to uh, hide uh, an object that uh, was very important to to our captors, and uh, in the in the midst of them looking for it, um, we we slipped away. Do you think the others might get punished for you escaping? Or some repercussion of some sort? Well, we, uh, we hadn't, we hadn't thought of that, but, um, I, I'm sure, I'm sure it'll be okay. There, like I said, we have a plan, and there's, uh, you know, there's no need to be worried anymore. I think, I think everything's gonna work out, and you know, they'll, they'll find their ways back, and you don't need to put yourselves in, in danger. Um, we've got it covered. How how valuable would you say you were to them? Do they kind of just group you up together and lose track of you, or were they they mindful of you? Oh, um, it was. Uh, we had a a big house um, 
that we had uh, free reign inside of. Um, so we we played in the house and stayed in the house and you know we weren't supposed to leave it but um, inside the house we could go wherever we wanted hmm. and they had many toys and games and books and lots of good sweets oh um, this is gonna be hands on Gretel vibes Could you describe this house to us? Oh yes, um, it, well, might be more of a mansion than a house. Um, there was a lot of room um, for us all. There were, there were a lot of us, but we all were, were comfortable, and um, it uh, had a lot of staircases that. Some of them were really long and spirally, and uh, some of them didn't go anywhere. They led you to fake doors, and that was always exciting to find one of those. How about the outside of the house? Could you describe that? Oh, yes. Um, it was a... A lovely white color with uh, a beautiful uh, blue accents and uh, and uh, dark black shingles on on the roof of it. How far away is it? Oh, it's. Um, it took a while to journey back here. Um, it's it's out in the forest, in the Witherbloom forest. Hmm. Can I go about ritual casting detect magic? Yes. Yeah, you can begin that. I don't know if it would have died before we went in here, but regardless, I'm going to cast that. Okay, you can begin casting that. So Aaron begins that 10-minute practice. Um, is there anything that the uh, anything else you guys have to ask her while he is doing that? Uh, yeah, I think Azel probably um, are, and you're certain the other kids are going to be safe. Oh yes, like I said, there's um, there's no reason for you to go looking for them. Um, they'll they'll find their ways back soon enough. Um, you 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 don't need to concern yourself anymore. We appreciate what you've done for us so far, but there's there's no reason to do any more. Can I like insight that? Wow. If yeah. I'm not busy. Uh, yeah, you can go ahead and make an inside check. I, Yeah, I just want to see if this is like... A puppet? Yeah, like like if she feels that way. That's what, insight? Mm -hmm. Well, if you feel that way... Not much. Oof. Yeah, Aaron, you can't. 
You can't make it out. I'm busy. Uh, yeah, you're a little distracted with your uh, with your ritual. Um, can Alondra also do an insight check because she's this girl sounds so emotionless for a little girl. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Go ahead and make an insight check. Okay. Uh, sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. Um. Yeah, Alondra. I'll, I'll say that there are. Um, it definitely seems odd that there is kind of this lack of emotion in her. Um, and, I mean, you don't pick up that she's, you don't pick up that she's, like, lying, but you, you think something might be off. Okay. Um, you said that all that was needed was to take something important that was valuable to your captors. Did you see your captors? Rarely, and not in the light, but we saw them. Could you describe them? There were four. Three... Three women and a... A girl a few years older than me. Maybe 17 or 18. How many other children were there with you? Oh. Maybe... Thirty. Jeez! Did you recognize your captors? Had you seen them before in the village? No. But it's okay. Um, you you don't need to investigate anymore. You can. We'll be okay. We have. We all have a plan. Can we all? Okay. That sounds like she's suicidal. Shit, dude. I don't. <laughs> um. Anything else, guys? If, with that, with that, Easel's um probably going to stand up from the bed. And if, if you really think that they're going to be safe, I, I think we should go see Duncan then. I don't know. 
Yeah, well, uh, let me finish here. And... Uh, once Azel gets off the bed, Alondra will take her spot. Can she, like, look at the girl to see if there's, like, any physical damage to her? Anything that may show why she seems so off and disconnected? Yeah, make a perception check. Okay. Oh, that's horrible. That's a six. <laughs> God damn. No, you can't. You can't make anything out. Um, oh. But when Azel says uh, that they should go see Duncan, she says, uh, um, yes, thank you for your time. Um, but I, I'm sure your time is precious, and, and Duncan has uh, the same information I do, so... You can just just trust the, the process and, and know that it will be okay. Will it be okay? Because it seems like even when you returned, another kid left. And that child will return Ooh. as well. How, what are you just, how many just What ask, are you insinuating, Alondra? Yes, just ask your friend Azel. He he knows that it will be okay. Alondra, what did you just say? I just... Norn, how, how, you... yeah. how long do I have on that How spell? long of a process does it have to take for us to trust these children? Um, until every I think you family still probably have has about four minutes Alondra, their kid back. Okay. Alondra, she's a kid. I understand that. Why would she has no reason to lie to no, us? She does not, but the sisters no might. No kid is this detached. Her sisters? What are you? What are you two even oh saying? Oh God! I hope you're taking tonight. Okay. Anyways, as the as your voices kind of start raising at each <laughs> other, the parents are going to come back in. And uh, the dad's going to say, is is everything all right in here? We heard shouting. And Everything's just fine. The three of us were planning on leaving Not now. yet. Not quite yet. And the... Uh, what else is there to see? The daughter's going to say, um, I... I think I think your friend Azel is right. I think you should go. Okay, I'm going to use my ability to cast it instantly. Okay, so you switch over and you uh, ex expend the spell slot. Um, yeah, I'm going to use my... I've got a class feature that lets me cast a ritual for, like, no action. Cool. So I'm going to use that to, to cast Detect Magic. And you... Aaron's uh, eyes just, like... He's been taking his time drawing these, like, sigils around the room and kind of, like, pushing them out. And then his eyes just, like, go Avatar State. <laughs> as yeah! he cast it. And you sense... Um a heavy aura of enchantment magic around Azel. I knew it. I so. fucking knew it. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> um, do I feel like any other magic around the, like, parents, the house, the daughter, like, the, anywhere else? The parents also have this enchantment magic around them. 
Okay. Frick. Um. The laundry. I'm gonna. Ooh, you know what I'm gonna do? What are you gonna do? I'm gonna actually use uh, another part of my ability. I'm going, I've got a magic quill that can write on any surface I want. So Norrin, I'm gonna try and write with my magic quill on a surface that only Alondra can see. Whether it's like That's a wall that sick. she's facing or even if it's just like on my own like person or something like that. Just okay. something that a laundress eye would catch and hopefully not anyone else's. Uh yeah, sure. Um I'd say that's probably mostly doable. Um the way the parents are standing in the door looking at you guys and you guys are looking at them. The laundress on the foot of the bed. So it's possible that she's probably the only one looking across at the wall. Um so I'd say you could probably get it there. It's not guaranteed that she's the only one who can see it, but like as far as like in this moment, she's the only one who will. Okay, yeah. Then I, I can dismiss it like as a bonus action. So okay. I'm just Sick. going to like really quickly write right on the wall that only Alondra could see, and I will say the parents and Azel are compromised. They're under a spell. And as you see that, Alondra, like, the, the father is saying, please, leave. You you heard our daughter. She does not wish to speak to you anymore. Uh, Alondra will nod towards Aaron, letting him know that she has seen it. Yeah, and I'll disperse it instantly. Okay. And I can't believe I got to use that feature. That's so cool. Oh, that's sweet. Dude, that's lit. All right. Don't worry, sir. We were just heading out. You guys leaving? Um, Azel will start to leave. What do the parents do when Azel starts to leave? And I just kind of hesitate. They kind of make way in the door for Azel to leave, and then as you kind of hesitate, they're going to kind of lock their eyes on you, and they, they'll say, shouldn't you be leaving? You wouldn't want to split the party. What the fuck? Okay, that I, I, sounds um... like a threat. About to drop kick these parents if I have to. Uh, I'll ask them, when was your last interaction with the Alfronis sisters or magic sent by them. We can continue this discussion outside. <sighs> Ugh, I wish I had to spell magic. See, I know. Aaron waits until he's level five. <laughs> <laughs> It's like in Skyrim when you just <laughs> you pause just it and fast there. forward the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly what happens. <laughs> Aaron, Alondra, it's time to go. 
we will leave in time one moment um and, and i guess i will are we like could i access this room through a window or some other means there is an open there is an open window above um josephine's bed okay it's it's kind of like wide open right now would i like know anything about the enchantment that they're under at all not just with detect detect magic just shows you what's magic and the school it doesn't reveal its exact nature that's right Mm, okay so not with not not with that means you would not yeah even like identify wouldn't help me much because i just know (laughs) that it's a spell dang it okay well then the parents have made it very clear we've overstayed our welcome norton would alondra be like have any idea of what this could be having grown up in a family that practices magic make an arcana check Mmm, spicy. Uh, that's a 15. 15? Um, there are a few spells that um, can make people behave differently. Um, you know of a few of them. Um, it's not it's not entirely uncommon. Things like, uh, like Command or Charm Person or uh, things of those nature. So mainly in, enchantment spell... The enchantment school is uh, full of spells that can alter people's uh, behavior. Right. Would she know if she hit Azel that there was a chance that he'd get out of it? That's what I was thinking. So, um, it's possible. Some spells work like that. You don't know the specifics of this one. Right. I, I, I swear to God, if I'm you do it, do it, I swear to God. I'll, I'll tell Azel, I'll turn to you and say every house we have been in has had some hidden item that has caused pain or attacked or some sort of spell. Do you not think it would be the same here? The father this says isn't about the house, Aaron. The father says, I assure you we're fine. Your friend Azel is correct. You need to leave my house. Josephine's made it clear that the children are gonna be safe. We need Josephine. to go out. She's the one that's doing this. Before okay. I, before gonna, I contact the paladin. I'll start Yeah, I'll start walking out. The minute I sense any sort of attack I'm going to cast magic missile centered on easel okay <laughs> so you guys Alondra are you following no I'm staying intently at Josephine okay this... Aaron leaves the room this... and uh does... does she look like she's concentrating on something like she's really focused It's, I mean, it's possible. She looks like she has been um, pretty detached um, from everything that you guys have been doing, but 
Uh, one of my pillars Just again. Cut down this child. I'm not gonna cut her down. But it doesn't look like. It doesn't look like she's like distracted. I guess. There, there. So there was no chance for a short rest or anything, was there? Not during that. Like no. earlier. Um. Okay. I mean, you guys. Why do you, you want to use something against me? You guys didn't take <laughs> one, but uh. Um, Elandra, are you? So you're just staying there? Yeah, I'm contemplating. Okay. Um. The uh. Okay, actually, is there? Um. The father says, um. There's nothing else here for us. If you do not leave, I'm going to contact the paladins. You're trespassing. Do it. We don't want to get in trouble. Um, she's going to turn to his dad and say, forgive me. And then she is going to take out... What is she going to do? This child can't be that strong. Oh. But... Shut the fuck up. No, you're not. Right in front. No, sir. No, sir. I'm not gonna let you, dude. She's gonna take out her rapier. She is going to Hunter's Mark the daughter. Oh, God. Okay. What the fuck are you doing? She's gonna turn it. But she's not going to try to kill the daughter. If anything, she just wants to knock her unconscious. So it's like non-lethal damage. You're like hitting her with the pommel. She just like takes the blood. Yeah, with the pommel. It... Yeah, okay. So you're just going to like pommel strike an 11-year-old oh, girl. Okay. Would, yep. you, would you roll? It's an 18 to hit. That hits. Okay. Mm -mm. No, man. That, that is... No, man. Five. Five. Uh, nine damage altogether. Okay. As soon as you... So you strike the girl. Um... Yeah, non-lethal. She can't be that. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Fuck. Shit. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that is a 16. A 16, okay. So you feel this, uh, magic begin to attempt to work itself into you, um, and, uh, she begins to, to speak, like, the, the words of a spell, and you feel yourself begin to seize up, um, but it doesn't take. Everyone go ahead and roll initiative. Okay. Yep. There it is. You're gonna be sorry. Oh, yep. <laughs> You're you sorry. You're done. I did say if you did anything hostile, I would trigger mine. But that's true. That's true. You, uh, no, you, you said it? you said if someone attacked you, didn't you? Well, no, I said if like said Azel... Yeah, I said if oh. Azel does. He anything said if hostile, he if he so. he said if he if he sensed an attack, um, and I'd say that that. That's an attack. Man. Do it. Do 
wait, see what happens. So you can let loose your magic missiles, Aaron. Um, Alondra, would you roll? Uh, oh shoot. Sorry, I rolled. I forgot that you prefer it, but I rolled the twenty-two. Okay. For initiative. Ooh, initiative. not bad. It's a good thing I like said I was gonna do that because Aaron got a five. <laughs> yeah. And those are going at Azel. Yeah, they're going at Azel. Is there and any way are... I could use my reaction to deflect missiles? Oh, shit! I forgot you got that. Read deflect missiles to me? I think magic missile... What's that? I said read deflect missile to me. You can use your reaction to deflect or catch the missile when you are hit by a ranged weapon attack. Oh, oh fuck. Never rain, mind. It's, this is a ranged spell. Yeah. And it's not even technically a ranged spell attack yeah. because there's not an attack roll for it, so no. Okay, so that is 12 points of damage, but it's three individual hits. So if he has yeah. to roll anything upon being hit, he has to do it three times. With this particular spell, there it, that that is not what triggers it. Okay. So Azel take, okay, take 12 well, damage. Okay. Well, I'm way, bl I'm way bloody. Damn, I thought... Damn it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And you're about to strike this child. Well, she probably is bad, so makes sense. Hey, I was doing it because I thought he might have to do a wisdom. Well, I think you're right. There has to be some source, and I don't feel anything nearby, so it has to be her. It has to be. Or, I mean, it could be not, but... Well, the, Man. the spells... I don't know. I feel like I'm metagaming if I say that. The spells that I know. See, I don't know the spells Usually that well, so have, I like, can't sight even... of the person, or they don't last that long. And she's been with them for seven mm. days. But, yeah, so it has... Well, I, I'm assuming the girl. That, that would be my first assumption, just as... And we had Aaron. to roll as we were outside, so obviously it's either her or T Dunker who... Are doing it, but let's get on with this. Okay, so uh, you are in the bedroom um, of this girl, uh, Azel. You're up first. You have just been struck. So Azel, you um, you're not necessarily hostile against your own friends. I mean, you might be now no, I... that you just got shot. Um, yeah. but the, the effects, they don't necessarily turn you a, against them. They just make you like her. But it's, like my next her? action is more like, I'm assuming that Azel knows that she's innocent mm -hmm. and he just saw Alondra strike the girl. Yeah. So that's, that's what's fair. motivating. Sure understandable so he's gonna well she was well now he's in front of the suspicious door. of alondra and aaron sure um hazel's gonna turn around and deck aaron in the face <laughs> okay make an attack okay. roll uh 21 to hit Oof. 
Aaron, I'm pretty sure that hits, right? <laughs> yeah, let me... Hmm. Let me just double check that. Can you shield it? Yeah, even with shield, I couldn't even block that. No, because it only does five, so... I would just have an AC of 20, so Aaron's just going to take this. <laughs> Oof. Uh, as Azel's just going to go for a straight like gut punch, and he's going to scream, what are you two... What are you two doing? Um, the first one's going to hit for six damage. But I'm going to. What? Six? For six. Yeah. Oh. But then he's also going to take his bonus action to hit another gut punch uh, for the bonus action. Okay. <laughs> gut punch? Yeah. Another gut punch. 16 to hit. Yeah, that hits. And that is going to be seven points of damage. Oh, are you... Are you bloodied? Oh, man. You're bloodied. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Man, two punches and I'm nearly down. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Azel, is that your turn? You going to move it all? Um... No, I'm gonna stay focused. Okay. Uh, after you, it is um, Josephine's turn. Uh, Josephine is going to um, sit up in the bed, and her arm is going to bubble up and expand with this like green slime. And this fucking knew it. This green slime is going to try and like. It's coming, like, right for the side of your head, Alondra. Oh, shit. They're okay. You need to make a uh, wisdom saving throw. God damn it. With these wisdom saving throws. Um, that is a 15. Okay, a 15. You are going to... Shit. That's a lot of dice. You take 19 psychic damage. Oh, okay. Let's see. And, I'm um, bloodied. And now you have to subtract a d4 from ability checks and attack rolls that you make. Okay. Um, as this slime kind of like bubbles out and it strikes you and kind of like enters your ear... You can feel this mm -hmm. like psychic draining, um, and and you kind of are um, like kind of woozy, and you have a nasty headache now. Okay. And then um, her Does other. Does she still look pretty good? Oh yeah, she looks. Okay. Her other arm is gonna turn into slime and come out and try and get you with a pseudopod attack. And that's going to be a dirty 20 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Okay. I'm about to go down. I just know it. Backup character. For real. <laughs> 13 points of damage. Um, five, I'm down. Five bludgeoning and eight psychic. God, no! <laughs> 
We have like no healers now, dang it. <laughs> so Alondra, you're gonna drop unconscious. Um mm -hmm. and then um uh Josephine is going to um you guys watch as her body kind of melts into this green slime. Ew. And then like it go and it's the same kind of like green colored slime that you had been finding in the vases um at the other houses it's going to uh come up and like over the lip of the window and escape outside man i didn't even detect that kind of magic frick so that's her turn. She escapes outside. Alondra, it's your turn, so make um, a death That's save. That's a failure. It's a dose. Okay, so go ahead and mark off one failure. Whoops, I didn't mean to do that. Okay. She's not dead. Okay, uh, Aaron, um, you can sort of see what happened. Like, just, you have, you don't have a great mm -hmm. angle on it. Um, you watch as she... what you think happens is she kind of melts into this green blob and launches out the window. Hmm. Okay, how are the, the parents reacting? How is, like, uh, as this child has morphed, how is it the everyone else reacting? The parents look almost more shocked that Alondra had attacked her. Yep. That's cool. <laughs> they don't seem to be as concerned about the melting of their daughter. The gelatin. Yeah. That doesn't seem to Flubber. be as, as big an issue for them at the moment. Maybe not as Flubber big an issue daughter. as it should be. <laughs> Okay, then I will go to the window. Okay. Um, the, um, mo the mom is blocking your way into the room. She is in the doorway. Oh, they went behind? Oh, what? Yeah, so the mom is... went out of the room. Yeah. Yeah. The doorway's here. Um, you could attempt to shove her out of the way with an athletics check. Oh, I don't, I don't see a map. Sorry. Would that take my action? Um... It, it would be like your it would be like an attack yeah you don't see a map mm. Mm -mm. oh really i think i might yeah no we don't have a map what do you guys see now yeah. that's why we connected because i couldn't see the map either okay I'll, you just see, see the cobblestone brb yeah try reconnecting see if that does anything for you I can see. Okay, cool. Sweet. Okay, so yeah, Aaron, she is, the door is here, um, in front of you, um, or I guess behind you, the, the mom is there, so you would have to make a shove attack to, to get her out of the way if you wanted to move past her. You're super quiet now, Michael. 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, now I can't hear you at all. Technical difficulties. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love it. Yeah. It wouldn't be a game on Roll20 without him. For real. Oh my god. It's so perfect. I can't hear you at all. Oh my god. Try I reconnecting again? I don't know. No, I can't be too. Oh. Dude, that's too perfect for it to be too. Oh. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Did it save to this one? Where'd it go? Stop it. God. Oh, there it is. Man, to think it was going so smoothly. <laughs> I know it was. Bro, oh my god, where is it? <laughs> got it. <laughs> oh no. Okay, this was this was actually Josephine. Oh, that's gonna get down the stairs. Dog, what kind of file is that? Are you kidding me right now? Dot jfif? Dot jfif? Yeah, it, it's a, I'll just describe it to you. It's a, it's a picture of Flubber. I think it's like a Flubber promotional thing. And it says, shake your goo thing, Flubber. <laughs> it's a giant <laughs> Flubber with like a thick bum just shaking their butt. You good now, Michael? Yeah, right. Michael. No, nope. I can't hear you. Weird. What happened when you?
What mics do you have that? plugged in, Michael? No, I don't know why I asked you a question. I can't hear you answer. <laughs> Get a load of this guy. Yeah, that was dumb. Would that be athletics? Um, yeah, essentially, yeah, it would be uh, athletics checks um, to get to get past her. You'll have to shove her, so it would be opposed athletics. Yeah, Aaron, with a with an 18, uh, you can definitely shove her out of the way. Um, you can push her uh, five feet out of the way, so you can enter the room now. Ethan, you're gonna get us uh, DMCA'd. <laughs> oh my god. That was a that was a garage band remix. Uh okay, so Aaron says if that's all I can do, I'll see if I can get out the window and see the ooze. Okay, so you can go five, ten, so fifteen. Would 20, would that te 25. technically be leaving would that technically be an opportunity attack for me? I guess if you would choose to take one, if you would use your reaction to do that. Yes. Oh boy. Azel's mortified. Aaron, you're about to die. Wait, could Azel even see that I hit the little girl? Because there's only a small doorway. I mean, he could definitely hear Real it. Quick. Uh, I guess. And I can gauge based off of the actions the of parents the parents' reactions, yeah. Why did you just hit my dog? Missile. Uh, would you roll, Azel? So it's just an unarmed strike. That's a nat 20. Oh my gosh. Holy shit. So it's it's not to kill, it's just to knock him out. Just to knock him out, okay. It probably <laughs> will, I bet, right, Aaron? Oh boy. That's a ten. A crit. Ten damage. What does that put you at, Aaron? <gasps> no! Down. And with that, Aaron goes down. God damn it. Okay. Um, So as you turn to, to jail now. you turn to leave, yeah. Aaron. Um, Azel sweeps his legs. Yeah, Azel trips you, and you hit your head on the hardwood floor just enough to knock you out. Azel, it's your turn. Okay. Um, as a free action, Azel's gonna. I'm really sorry for the trouble. I, I didn't expect this to come from my friends. It's not what we were intending. 
please accept accept my apology on behalf of all three of us. Um, the father kind of looks and says, uh, um, and, and he like begins to say, uh, you know, you've, you've attacked my daughter unprompted. And then, um, you feel this, it, it feels Azel as if a cloud has been kind of lifted. Um, yeah, cause she left his reins. Felt like your head was really foggy, and now all of a sudden it's not anymore. Um, and uh, the parents seem to have the same realization. Uh, as the spell ends, you are aware of the fact that you have been charmed. <gasps> the realization dawns on you, um, and it dawns on the parents as well. They know that they have been charmed and they suddenly look around and they say, the father says, oh no, that wasn't Josephine. It wasn't. Um, and then uh, the dad looks to the mom and says, uh, quick, uh, fetch the potions for this one. Um, and the mom says, uh, yes, straight away. And she will rush off um, into another room. Um, and, uh, the dad oh, will, God. the dad will look to you, Azel, and he'll say, uh, I'm, I'm so sorry. Um, I don't know what that creature was, but it was not my daughter. There's no way. And I don't know how we were so foolish as to be swayed by that monster. I, Azel's still trying to make sense of what the hell just happened to him. Um, I, 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 I don't blame you. Uh, God, please help my friends. Yes. Um, yes, we will. And then his wife comes back with two healing potions and she's going to feed one to Aaron. Uh, six points of healing, Aaron. And then Alondra, uh, nine points to you. Oh, sweet. And, uh, you kind of wake up and your heads are groggy, um, and you look around and you can sense an immediate shift in the atmosphere here. Um, it is no longer, um, th these parents are no longer hostile and angry at you. They look concerned and worried and, and fear stricken. As you can tell, there's a lot rushing through their head. Um, they had just spent nearly a week under a spell, um, confused and, and believing that some kind of goopy monster was their daughter. Um, and they had just tried to, uh, you know, they're coming to, to grips with the terms that they tried to attack and uh, dissuade the very people who are trying to find their actual daughter. So they have a lot to process. Um, you all... Coming conscious, head throbbing, um, Aaron bruised ribs, um, and a slight bump on your head from where you struck the floor. Um, Elandra, your head seems a little fuzzy from the psychic damage that you took. Um, and uh, you feel kind of weakened and drained. You have that negative penalty of a d4 to your rolls. 
um, for now. And uh, just with all that and everything that's happened, that's where we'll go ahead and end this episode of Dungeon Stories. Um, we've got some technical difficulties to sort out. And, uh, <laughs> um, and that <laughs> seems like a natural point in the story as well. So we'll go ahead and call this episode there. Everyone, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, we're finally, you know, we're, we're making progress here. Uh, we've got some, uh, some headway in the mystery here. And that's really exciting. Um, spooky, spooky gelatin girls is going to be the name of my next band. So keep keep an eye out, um, for spooky gelatin girls, uh, single on Spotify. Um, and uh if you are watching on youtube don't forget to uh like and subscribe and then leave a comment tell us what you thought uh, we love to hear it um if you are on uh itunes um a five-star rating helps us get noticed uh, and of course just good old word of mouth advertising um you know let people know that you have you are listening to this awesome dnd show with this awesome cast of people um and just tell people about us uh hit us up on our socials we are Stories Dungeon on Instagram and Twitter. We are Dungeon Stories on Facebook. So definitely hit us up. We'd love to hear from you. Um, and uh, everyone with that, thank you so much. We'll see you next week. Bye.